and welcome to another episode of the More Confidence with Luna Gaia podcast. I am your host, Luna Gaia. And here on the podcast, we talk about all things body image, self-esteem, self-love, how to feel amazing in your body, even though we live in a world that teaches us that we're meant to feel like crap about it. On today's podcast, I am super excited to have this guest on our show. Her name is Jessica Cardamone. She has over 18,000 followers on TikTok. She has 59,000 followers on Instagram and she is giving so much love to the world and I have loved every single piece of content that she produces. It is an absolute honor to have her. She collaborates with brands to help to help others embrace their size by wearing clothes that make them feel good and an overall fun place to exist. You can connect with her on Instagram and TikTok as well as YouTube. She's an embodiment coach, which I'm excited to hear more about this. She's the owner of Embody Her. It's a wellness store and website to connect with her for coaching, cards, readings, and to purchase all the beautiful products to enhance your time here on earth. And it's more than just the body for Jess. That's the thing there. It is her body. Absolutely. And it's she's a fashionista and wears amazing clothes and gets you excited about dressing yourself beautifully, particularly in a bigger size body. But also what I'm hearing is that as this 29 years young year old woman stands before us, she's from a place of non-judgment, a place from love and really believes in being a spiritual being. That's the essence. That is the most biggest important part of her life is the fact that she is a spiritual being. She's into astrology, fashion, human design and all things Mama Gaia, which is beautiful. So please welcome to the podcast, Jessica Cardamone. Thank you. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for having me on here. I, I love having these conversations and it feels really good to connect with people who love hearing with these, these conversations as well. Yeah, isn't it beautiful? Because I think that much like me, Jessica, you'd be the same. You, you know, growing up in a bigger body meant that societally we were told that it wasn't okay for us to love ourselves and that we should be trying to be something different in order to get love. And that we weren't to wear the things that we loved that made us feel good. We weren't to dress the way that we wanted to. How did you get to be here? How did you get to be doing the work that you're doing through Embody Her, through everything that you're doing on socials? What led you to this moment? Oh, well, it's been, I've had a a massive journey in my life and there's still some things that I'm learning to feel safe to talk about. Uh, But overall, I've, lived in a bigger body I've been so aware that I'm in a bigger body because society comments on it it's everywhere and I don't want people to miss out on experiences in life because they feel they're not worthy of it or they're worried about going to the beach with their friends and it gives me shivers just thinking about that because I want to have a ripple effect on people And that's one reason why I got into youth work, because I wanted our young people to really feel like they can live life no matter what they look like, where they come from. Uh, But the fact is, we are really heavily judged on our appearance Mm -hmm. and we're constantly almost in this little battle with society or with the collective about what it means to be bigger and why you are bigger. Mm. And I'm really, really big on a lot of us have come here in this life um, in bigger bodies to really stomp on some judgments and help lift the vibration in this world because we are not all the same and we're not meant to be. 
Oh, so many people are beautiful in their own way. So I really don't want people to miss out on experiences. So I try to just really have that ripple effect and that leadership. Oh, I love that so much. I think that, you know, for myself, I missed out on so much, Mm. so much in my life. And I know that many of you watching at home and listening at home are currently missing out on so much. You won't go for that promotion. You won't go for that job. You won't wear those clothes. You won't be seen in photos with your children, perhaps, or your loved ones because you're in a bigger body that that society has deemed not okay. Mm. How did you... How did you move or how, and, and I appreciate that it's not something with, that's finite, that, that finishes, but how have you gone from somebody who's existed in a bigger body with all those judgments and all that stigma around you should be different to being this leader? How, how did you do that? Oh, it's taken a really long time, but I really want to say that I have always, always believed that I am beautiful, that my body is beautiful because I see so much beauty in other people. And if I see it in other people, I must be seeing it in myself. And I feel like life and society did a flip on me to tell me, well, who, who are you to believe that about yourself? Or are you sure you feel confident? Are you sure you're beautiful? And so as I grew up, I started to learn that this world is full of so many judgments that I did I wasn't aware of Mm. and it really like caused me to feel confused about what I look like and about my body and I found that really hard that there's so many people who believe that we are an after picture or really question why we are bigger are we overeating are we sitting on the couch all day Mm. and yeah, it's taken me a long time to be, I guess, confident in saying I am beautiful and I do feel beautiful and not every day am I going to like my body, Mm. but I know how hard it is to hate yourself along your journey and I don't want people to feel like that. So, yeah, it's definitely taken a long time Uh, and and it is honestly and authentically an everyday an everyday thing that I think a lot of us have to do. We have to implement a lot of different practices um, to be able to show up and feel confident. Yeah, and, I mean, I love what you're saying there because I also, something that I say a lot is the body shame does not discriminate. Um, mm. It's actually irrelevant. You know, even for those of you listening at home, if, if no one had said that you were in a bigger body, your experience would you know, even in a smaller body, people have that same experience of not liking themselves, of not liking their body, of having a poor relationship with their body. It's just that when when people are in smaller bodies, they are probably more socially acceptable than than those of us in bigger bodies, right? So so it's not only our own our own body image issues that we deal with, but it's societies and mm-hmm. and that's as a, again that's true for all body types. It's true for all body shapes and sizes except in a bigger body, it's your fault. Yes. You know, like it's that we've done something wrong. Mm. I love that when you, you, you talk about the fact that you were a kid, when you were born, when you were growing up, you just thought that everything was beautiful. Yeah. And it's like it was, as you say, conditioned out of you. Yes, exactly. What it was very confusing. Happened? Yeah. What kind of things happened and at what age did you sort of start going, 
oh, I, I see the wonder in the world and I am the world, so therefore I'm wonderful as well. When did it start to, um, I, I want to say brainwashed, when, when did you start to get brainwashed by society to suggest that who you are and what you are was not already magnificent, even though you believed it? Yeah, it's, I, I can't remember the defining moment, but it was certainly little comments over time. It was things that I would see on the TV because social media, you know, when I was a kid wasn't around the way it is now. Uh, so every magazine and every judgment that I heard about bigger bodies was always negative. And it was always, like I said earlier, the after picture of someone who has lost weight or someone who's exercised and changed their life around. And I had a hip operation mm. and that's where I really started to put on weight because I went from being really active mm. and I was still um, considered, I guess, a like in a bigger body because our structures are still different. But yeah. And so when I uh, was in a wheelchair and I just, I kept hearing so many judgments about weights around that and coming out of that and being in a really depressed state because I think people sometimes don't understand that we do look after ourselves. Yeah. We do enjoy movement. We do enjoy all of that. So some for me, I was probably going off topic here, but I really feel that a lot of our past lives have a massive deal with how we are and who we are in this life mm -hmm. and I was aware of that as a kid having my operation I didn't know how to speak those words out properly to feel understood mm -hmm. but I knew this had happened because of traumas in the past life yeah and I want people to realize that a lot of us carry so much emotions and store a lot of emotions in our body so it's not just overeating food it's not just lazing around all the time there's emotions going on in there there's things that are helping protect us and keep us safe and at that young age I knew because I've been so spiritually aware that my higher self has stepped in to protect me in this life and to also say a few to people because I wasn't like this in my past life and now I'm here in a bigger body and I'm here to make a change so that's <laughs> what I remind myself. Oh, and I love that. There's a higher purpose to that of going. And I would have to agree with you there. When I feel into my own self, I remember being a child. Um, I think I was about nine. And I tell it, in, I've, I've written a book and it's coming out October 1st. Mm -hmm. Perfect. It, uh, there's a story that I tell in, in the book when I was nine and I was body conscious at the time, but more so because I already had breasts and I already, like I was in pu puberty by the time I was nine. Um, but I share a story about the, the first time that I really remember being super ashamed of my body and, and it's stopping me from living my life. Mm. And, and I remember from that time, maybe when I was 10, 11, 12, I remember fantasizing that one day somebody would come along and give me the zipper. And this sounds weird. And I would have like, that I had a zipper on my, on my body somewhere and the real me could come out of the fat body that I had. I, yeah. I dreamed of the day where somebody could say we were just experimenting to see how the world treated you as a fat person. Yes. And 
that you know I spent my whole life my whole life up until the point where I was like I can't do this anymore because I was in a peak of an eating disorder I for myself I just wanted to be skinny I just Mm -hmm. and I thought that that was my only way out of out of out of misery into happiness was to have a smaller body have yeah. you have have you had moments in your life where you have had a smaller body? Has there been any experience of that? Obviously, you after your hip surgery, you you got a bigger body than what you already had. Has there been times where you've been on the weight loss journey? Have you wanted to lose weight in your time? Yes. So it started that me exercising and doing all of these things was just out of love because I'm a human. You know, I'm having this experience here and. We, I like to go for walks and all of that stuff too. And I, I really enjoyed sports. So after my operation, I wasn't allowed to play any sports for a really long time. So I started to um, feel, I guess, quite depressed about that. But I started to see that, okay, I need to lose weight to suit other people mm-hmm. or to stop these judgments around me. Even kids, what you know, kids are very can be very nasty towards each other and I I remember um when I was younger I would you know be called fat I would be called all these different names and so that really stuck with me and I would look myself in the mirror and be so confused because I would see someone my size and see that they were beautiful and different and now I was starting to have thoughts of myself of why is my stomach like this Mm. why is this happening and during that time I had experienced um, some traumatic events and PTSD was a big part of my life and my spiritual guide I call her an earth angel because she really helped me through a lot of this in a spiritual sense she said to me exactly what she validated what I felt when I was a kid you're experiencing weight gain right now because your body is protecting you spiritually your higher self is stepping in to really protect you right now and it's okay and to hear that from someone who was one very spiritual like me and someone who was older than me and just really kind-hearted and spoke the truth really stayed with me and I started to I guess, put that into my conversations with other people too, to say, it's okay if you've put on weight. It's okay if you feel this way about yourself. And then starting to teach people about, you know, spiritually why sometimes we can put on weight. So, yeah, I did go through a real um, time when I was a lot smaller. Mm -hmm. Um, It was was more in my later teens. Mm -hmm. And... I felt obviously I felt amazing, but I was still on the bigger side because that's, that's my body. Yes. And and I'm okay with that. (laughs) I I, I love that notion of, you know, it's, it's my body. There seems to be, you know, when, when we come across somebody who can eat whatever they want, who sits on the couch, who doesn't exercise, um, but they're in a smaller body, we, we, for want of a better term, we attribute that to their genetics. We're like, they're just lucky. They just have lucky genes. They just happen to be able to stay in a small body. They can eat whatever they want and nothing changes. Mm-hmm. Yet when the reverse happens, when, when it's in a bigger bodied person, 
um, it becomes our fault. It's not just genetics. It's not just genetically built that way. But more and more, I think that you may have posted about it the other day. I'm not entirely, I can't entirely remember. Um, there was a, uh, an intuitive eating person and uh, on TikTok, and she talked about the fact that, that genetics play a huge part in the way in which your body is going to be. And there is a natural set point that your body is going to have everybody and that means that there are going to be people in bigger bodies naturally like exactly it's bizarre to me that we honestly think that that a size 12 for example and below is the only body type that's going to be out there and anything anything that differs from that is faulty yes yet we it's don't do the horrible. same with, with big boobs or small boobs or brown hair or green eyes or like we don't we don't do the same thing with all the other attributes. I'm just tall. Mm. Nobody has ever has ever criticized me for being tall. It's never been my fault that I'm tall. I'm just genetically tall. Yeah. And yet we don't we don't have that same kind of um, judgment. Well, the we, we we are more judgmental of a body shape than than anything else. Whereas. Yeah. Back in the day, like if we were in the Renaissance, you and me would be like goddess. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Like it just goes to show that the beauty standards are always changing. And yeah. on a time, our bodies were would have been considered the ideal beauty standard. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I was- think for yeah. um, my shape, for example, I know that if I, say, had lost a certain amount of weight, that my thighs are still going to be thick (laughs) my butt is still going to be big um, because that's my structure yes and so many times I have seen skinny skinnier women with a bigger face be known as being a bigger person and that's things that I can't I just can't get my head around sometimes yes (laughs) Because of the shape of your face. If you've got a round face opposed to an angular face, I, I've seen people talk about the fact that there's a sense of pretty privilege, but also a thin face privilege. Like, like for me, I don't particularly have a rounder face, right? Mm. So even when I'm significantly heavier, I, I tend to carry it further down my body. So if you saw me yes. from the top, you would never think that I was. Yeah. <laughs> I might not look like I have a bigger body, but I do. And then there's privilege that comes associated with that. It's all just, it's almost pathological. It seems like we're all a little bit messed up to think that, that this kind of shit is that important. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's exactly right. And it, it takes away from our experience here on earth in this life. And I think back to the years where I could have had so much fun with my friends. I could have been doing other things that I wanted to do, but I did it because I was so worried about the fear of judgment because now that's what I had been taught. There's this judgment in this outside world. So I think that pushed me to be, um, I guess, more isolated, say even with my spirituality, because in meditation, in my safe spots, there, there is none of that. Yeah. And so I found I was really ungrounded mm. uh, walking around in this life because it was too much to handle sometimes. 
I have a beautiful heart. Why am I judged because I have fat on my stomach? I couldn't get my head around that. And I still can't get my head around that. But it hurts me that as a young girl, that's how I felt. And I really don't want other people to, to feel that. And I honestly believe that through a lot of social media now, so many kids are going to be seeing even us talking the things that we didn't get the chance to hear or see or if you go on TikTok seeing someone bigger in a bikini or something it's beautiful it's really beautiful but I still think that people don't realize how hard it is for us sometimes on a daily basis Mm. uh, when we're taught to hate ourselves yeah and where I did make a video about this but because I've always understood that we all have our issues with our own weight and our own body, no matter what size we're in. Unfortunately, it is really hard when you do it to yourself and then when the world does it to you as well. And that's where there lies a really big difference. And it's really hard to understand. Yeah, because it reinforces it. If there's beliefs that I might have that I might just be tempted to think that I'm unworthy because of my body, then then it's reinforced in society as you say like the only time our bodies were represented is the sad fat person of the before picture mm-hmm. could be attaining for the after or it's the it's the the fat person that's being ostracized or laughed at the butt of the jokes in media <laughs> you know the only time it, I, I i recall i recently watched friends again and maybe 12 months ago i watched all of friends again and the way that they treated monica <laughs> even the, even the way that the the writers created the character of Monica that when she was fat all she did was eat all she did was you yeah. know like oh and she was everybody hated her in the show when she was fat until she got skinny and now she's attractive and now she's worthy and it's really indicative that when then you see your body the same as fat Monica you go well I'm the butt of the joke that's right and I will uh, reinforces any belief that we might have that's, mm-hmm. that might be maybe the tiny little seed that's been planted. We watch things like that and it grows. We, we see everywhere that fat is either funny or disgusting. That's right. And it's really, really harmful. And I've watched those episodes with Monica and I'm a massive friends lover and when I see that, I feel really, really disappointed. And then it also brings an understanding of why so many people, uh, there was this video that I had made of, uh, I think it was Australian Idol. Mm -hmm. And this beautiful girl was commented on her weight in front of the world. world. And I just thought, it really upsets me, but the title of it was We Wonder Why Millennial Women and Above or something like that um, struggle with body image. Yeah. And it rings so true because we were watching awesome shows like that, like Friends or like Australian Idol, but then there would be, be another scene where body image was brought up and if someone was bigger, if they had fat on their body, mm-hmm. then they portrayed this character like some kind of villain in a way. Yes. Someone who just 
eats all the biscuits and hates themselves or yeah like you said just has to be the funny one out of the group and it's so it's so sad it is and it's destructive and I think that that what that ends up doing you know art imitates life and life imitates art we if the only time our bodies are represented is in a negative light then naturally if we are consuming that content we are going to see our bodies in a negative light exactly that's why I love the work that that you're doing because what you're doing is putting your body in a not not only a positive light but a phenomenal one an empowered one a, a beautiful one I I think that so many people can relate to seeing you and your photographs and going wow she's stunning yet they don't apply it to themselves yeah they see she can because of xyz oh she's got a pretty face or she knows how to use makeup or she has enough money to buy nice clothes there's there seems to always be a re like it's it's okay for other bigger body people to love themselves but it's not okay for me Mm. how have you dealt with in the past and continue to deal with that kind of insidious shame that comes in that personalized shame that says that I really should be trying to be something different even if it's just a sign yeah well firstly I want to say that there's times today where I still do that I look I follow a lot of curvy women because I love seeing their content Mm -hmm. and sometimes I think oh if, if maybe my legs were like that, yeah. then I could wear this. And I think with the amount of people I have on my social media, people are probably doing that with me too. Or maybe if my waist was smaller, I, I, I could wear what she's wearing or something. And it, it hurts me, but that's where it comes back to. It is an ongoing daily practice that we need to implement. And that's where I find coaching is amazing to have when you can invest in yourself in a coach it's it really helps you from a non-biased point of view um because sometimes we go to our friends to validate certain things but when you can actually really go inward with someone where you feel safe I find that has helped me with my practices Mm -hmm. in the past Um, and then mirror work Mirror work is one of my favorite things. I guess that's where the embodiment stuff comes into it. But I, yeah, I do the same thing with other bodies. I would look at them and think, well, they ha- they're curvy. They have a really nice shape that maybe like my arms are a bit bigger than theirs. So I still do it. And it's a, just a daily practice where we need to take a moment to breathe and ask ourselves, why is this bringing up these feelings? Yeah, nice. And pushing ourselves through it. Yeah, and and I think that reminding ourselves that there is a giant industry that that is fed by our insecurity. Yeah. And that and and that there's a lot of profit that goes on with our insecurity. And there's a lot of there's a lot of things at stake for us to continue not liking ourselves. So mm-hmm. to remember that there has been a conditioning. It doesn't mean that we have to put, you know, play into that. Um but it's also a, a matter of recognizing that every body is different. That you know, you might have a smaller waist, but I have a bigger butt. You know, for, for me, you know, you're talking about you will always, even if you lost a certain amount of weight, you would still have a thicker bottom half because that's the way so, you like. I've never had a butt. 
I've never had an ass. I just, no matter how fat I get, um, I, it, it, this shape, no matter how many squats I did, no matter how much, my body is not built that way. Yeah. When it's funny that when I, um, when I was pregnant, I, I filled out at the back and I could see my ass over my <laughs> shoulder for the first time in my life. I was like, this is amazing. I was like, I but now I'm not, I just like, it's just flat. Mm. And I think that there's, there, there is that I've, you know, I have friends who have a, a, a bigger bottom and a, and a smaller top, a smaller top with a, with a, uh, like a bigger top with a smaller bottom. It's actually just bodies are unique and they're often lottery. Right. It's a lottery. We don't, we don't know what we're going to get. I'm taller than both of my parents by far. Who knows <laughs> where my height came from? That, you yeah. know, what I'm saying here is that there's just so much diversity that when we start to compare ourselves, when I look at the, you know, your skin tone or, or the way your hair sits, if, if I start comparing that, it's a very slippery slope. It is. It is because it's something, if you're feeling insecure about anything, you're constantly validating it through other people and through things that you're hearing and it's that's why it is important to see who you're following and what you're reading online and who you're around in your environment because it's so easy to go down that road all the time and uh, that brings me to as well that there needs to be understanding that so many of us carry this negativity within ourselves about what we look like and what we've been conditioned to to feel about ourselves Mm -hmm. and so when you for me for example if I feel bullied by something it makes me not want to put myself out there and it makes me feel worse and that's when sometimes um, I find people and this is of all sizes by the way because I've got some friends who will emotionally eat Mm -hmm. and because the world is telling them, well, you may as well hate yourself. So then you isolate. And I don't think people realize how much their words really mean. They are so powerful. And the the most powerful is what we say to ourselves. But if we've got any sense of insecurity about something and then someone or social media or the collective validates it, it is so tough to get out of that. And that's why it's really important to surround yourself with people who are going to allow you to acknowledge that you feel that way about yourself because it's okay. Your emotions are so valid. And when we hold on to them, that's when it starts to store as well. And through lockdown, I have, I really went inward on my journey, Mm. really went inward. And I was at the biggest weight that I've ever been at. But I was aware that all these emotions that have just been trapped inside me are now coming out and my stomach, because that's where I hold a lot of my emotions, my stomach just blew up. Um, But I realized that this was necessary to happen because I'm going through these changes. I'm healing a lot of things. I'm Mm. having conversations like I am with you that, you know, couple of years ago probably would have made me cry talking about it and so this protection layer and layer and layer kept coming up for me which was my stomach and that's how I see it that's how I see her she is protecting me and I thank her for doing that 
And I know that there's times spiritually then where we can get to a point where for me, there's times I'm ready to now move on and let go Mm -hmm. of some of that storage because I am letting out these emotions and I have dealt with so much of this. And now I'm able to have conversations, for example, with you Mm -hmm. where so many people are going to relate to this. Yeah. How how do you, you know, with, with that note, I was thinking about it earlier. With that, I feel like there can be a temptation. I know certainly for myself that, you know, being that it is protecting me, there seems to be that there's a temptation to think, well, if I just healed myself, then I wouldn't need it. And when we're already in a lack mindset, when we're already in that sense of I'm faulty, because that's what the world has told us about being overweight or or having a bigger body, because I think they're different things as well. Having, Having a bigger body would suggest that I'm somehow faulty. I think that what can happen in spiritual context as well, I've done it for myself, if I, if I could only heal myself, like it's my fault once again, it may not be on a physical level that I'm blaming myself, but I'm blaming myself on a spiritual level that clearly I haven't done enough work or I haven't done it, I, I'm not enough this or I'm not enough that, that's why, and I still resent that, that the weight because I should have fixed myself by now. What, what can you talk into that for a moment? Yeah. So, um, let me know if I get off track at all. <laughs> it's all on track. It's all on track. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. But I just feel, sorry, can you repeat the question once <laughs> again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please, and, and feel into it. So I, I know mm. that you're spiritual. So you, you, that intu- intuition, I would, I would love to know your thoughts around that temptation of blaming my spiritual self about not having done enough. I think that this happens in manifestation circles, that if, if, if my vibe was just high enough, then I would get that job. Or if, if, I just, if I just align myself a little bit more, then I'd find that partner. Or if I would manage to elevate my, my chakras, then I would lose the weight. But all of it comes from, a, from, from that mindset that I am less than already. Mm. And so I, I wonder that because when you were talking about it before around, you know, spiritually the weight is there to protect you, there is a temptation certainly for me and I think that for my listeners to go, I'm doing something wrong and that's why I'm needing protecting yeah how have yeah could you talk to that is there anything that comes through for you in terms of the guilt or self-shame that we might put on ourselves that I should be doing more that's why I'm carrying weight spiritually or otherwise yeah so I think really from what I've seen on social media spirituality is just just booming it's booming right now and there's a lot of people with a lot of different um, opinions or they're newly on their spiritual journey and they're listening to so many people, but not this person, not this person. And so it is different for everybody else. Like I said, with my operation, I, I was really aware at that time because I, it's almost like a replay of a movie. I have memories and I have these, um, yeah, memories from past lives, for example. So I was aware that of what was going on with me. And I feel that we are all on our own personal journeys. Mm -hmm. And when we worry or get too 
caught up in how other people are doing it or how they're aligning themselves or um, manifesting this or doing that. It's different for so many people. And sometimes it's just simply that you were meant to be here in a bigger body to shake things up. Whoa. Really to shake things up. (laughs) That was a question that was coming through. Are we spiritually faulty if we have fat? Like if we're in a big no. are we spiritual, spiritually faulty? Not at all. Not at all. I don't want anyone to ever think, think that or associate that on their own spiritual journey because the really when you connect with yourself, you see that it is so individual and it is so um, personal why we are on this this certain journey, why we are in this certain body. Mm. I I love that. And I think that the more that we can accept ourselves as we come. Yeah. In whatever shape or form that is, you know, I, I don't know why it's coming to mind, but, you know, someone like Rosa Parks, who was the woman who, you know, one of the first women to to decide that she wasn't going to sit in the other end of the bus. There's a, a Negro woman who decided she wasn't going to do that. Not only not only Negro, but also a woman. And at the time, you know, neither of those those type of people had a voice. Yeah. And it required, in order to start the revolution, in order to for things to really change, it required people like her. And not yeah. just her, of course, there are millions of, of countless people that we, we couldn't even know their names. We don't even know what they did on a daily basis. I, I'm so with you. I had this beautiful moment at the beach the other day. I was in the water and, and out on the beach there was this beautiful curvy babe and she had the, the most gorgeous swimsuit on. Mm. And, you know, in, in my day, and I'm not that old, but in my day, we wore T-shirts over our clothes. Yeah. And, and plus size women still do that. I, I get that. It was so phenomenally validating for me to see this babe, like such a babe, and she was thick and she had this ass on her and she was just <laughs> gorgeous with this amazing swimsuit on, not the black, trying to cover it up, wear yeah. the dirt, try to make swimming. It was there. It was it was gorgeous and I couldn't help but I swam over to her and I was like, babe, you look phenomenal. And it's those moments of representation. It's seeing, it's actually seeing each other. Yes. In the beauty that, that makes us feel brave, that makes us actually go, maybe we can. You know, very often if I'm feeling a bit self-conscious and I put on that bikini or I put on that outfit, I think to myself, if my younger version of me was here, what would she think of this? Mm. Like do it for her sometimes, you know, do it for, yes. do it for all the people out there that, that maybe are desperately wanting to wear that outfit, but, but, but they don't, they're not brave enough. That's it. And I think it, it, it is courageous because we, like we're talking about with friends, for example, seeing when Monica was in a bigger body, it's just so um, used against so many people. And so it is courageous 
to go out into the world and wear a bikini or to go out into the world and take that t-shirt off. It is courageous. And I think we have to pat ourselves on the back because there's a lot of fear. (laughs) There's a lot of fear daily, even sometimes when I'm choosing what to wear, those um, memories, those self-judgments, the fear of judgment, which is one of my biggest things uh, from other people, it's, it's still there. Yeah. And so I know that so many people are feeling that on a daily basis. So when you do see someone who is in a bigger body go out and wear bikinis, to have someone like you come up and say what you said to her really has a ripple effect. Yeah. It really does because she may have gone out there and rocked that, but we don't know hours before if she was contemplating taking a T-shirt with her. (laughs) And that's where, again, your kindness and the power of your words Mm. has that effect on her and then anyone who may have witnessed that as well. Yeah, and and then see the ripple effect of that. At that point in time, you're right, somebody watching that encounter, there's two plus-size babes. Yeah, vibing off each other going you're amazing no you're amazing no you're amazing and it wasn't you know the the, the reality was I wasn't saying you're brave for wearing that mm-hmm. I, because I I'm like no you look awesome that's right yeah and, and I think there's a there's a difference there that absolutely there's there's courage there's courage for most people to wear swimsuits irrelevant of it mm-hmm. yeah you know, um we have a whole a whole, I mean, it's coming up to that time of year in Australia. Now that we're in spring, you're going to see all the advertisements that say, get your bikini body ready. You know, That's right. yep. beach, my, I need my beach body. No, you, or the only thing that you need to do to have your beach body is to go to the damn beach. Exactly. And then we're hearing hot girl summer. And that's why I, um, I do feel like there is that sense of courage because it is mm. really hard sometimes to have that feeling about yourself and then constantly have the world, like I said, doing that to you. And that is, it is that sense of courage. And that's why whenever I see anyone just rocking whatever they want to wear, because we are all in a body and we are allowed to dress up our fat. And I think people have an issue with that. (laughs) So whenever you see someone who is a bit bigger and they're just rocking what they want to wear or just that that compliment or that word, those words of affirmation can really Mm. validate. Yes, I'm glad that I walked out of the house wearing what I wanted to wear today. And I'm going to keep doing it because that compliment made me feel so positive about it and it had a really nice effect on me. Yeah, and, and you know, following you on Instagram and TikTok, you have some phenomenal clothes. And <laughs> like I know for myself, and I was looking back through photos recently uh, for, for some other project, and I, I was looking at myself and all the clothes that I chose to wear over the clothes that I wanted to wear. And I could see myself, even when I was at my very smallest, there's a particular photo and I could see myself sucking my gut in. There wasn't even <laughs> a gut there for goodness sake. Yeah. Um, but, but I could see the clothes choices that I made because I thought I was in a bigger body and well, I was and, and, and clothes. I love the world that we're living in now because even when I was 20, which we're talking, you know, 18 years ago, in my late teens, in my early 20s, clothes for big people were pretty awful. 
They just were. <laughs> they, were yeah. just, they, they were just r- like rough, like mm. you know, anything above a size 14, which let's face it, is just average body, um, were just dowdy, shapeless. You never had anything that, you know, um, accentuated your body. What's it like for you? You have such amazing clothes. You do collaborate with brands. I freaking love watching your hauls that you have and you and I want I'm like holy crap. So what's it like for you to now dress in beautiful clothing? Well, to be honest, and I think this is where my love for astrology and stuff comes in, <laughs> but um I have always loved dressing up. I've always I've always loved just going out and wearing whatever I like, but I found this constant in a battle of, I want to wear this, but I, am I going to be judged for wearing this because I can't handle that. And then it came to a point where I, I, I was like, this is my personality though. And I mean, I'm a Libra, so they say we're quite fashionable. Um, And I'm, this is my makeup. I am made up and that's where, like I said, my love for astrology comes in because we're obviously born at a certain time and these things mm. attribute to our personalities. Mm. So why am I constantly going against some something that is just part of my personality to want to dress up because yeah. I'm bigger? Um, and so I realized that so many other people must be feeling this way too. Yep. And when I was younger, I had always wanted to get into the modeling industry, mm-hmm. knowing that even when I was smaller, then mm-hmm. I was still considered bigger yeah. because I wanted to see my body and I wanted other people to see bodies like ours up there on a billboard yes. in the magazine and wearing whatever the hell we want to wear <laughs> because be- Clothes really can uplift us um, and it shows off our personalities, the way that we dress ourselves. And through this journey, when you you feel like you want to wear something, we're constantly told, well, you're you're dressing up your fat. Why are you you loving yourself right now the way you look? And it's something that just I don't agree with. And I think we should all wear the colors we want to wear, nice. rock the outfits we want to wear. And I used to find it really, really hard when I was going through some more weight gain and I would go into Maya, for example, and there's taking shape. And I thought, that's just not my style. That's not yeah. my style. I want to wear whatever I want to wear but why is it just that I have to have these sizes in these styles yes why isn't there diversity in this and it used to frustrate me so I think I took that and I decided to do something with it Mm. which was to show people that we can dress no matter no matter our body type yeah we're allowed to dress up our fat if we have fat we're allowed to wear whatever colors we like that uplift us and we're allowed to have our personality and not constantly hide ourselves Mm. because I don't want to put my personality to the side because I'm afraid um people are going to judge what I'm wearing so yeah I really took that and just decided this is where leadership needs to come in yes. and I created my stuff <laughs> I, and, and I love it so much Jess because there is this as you were talking I'm like yeah you're so right if if a, if somebody is is in a bigger body and they dress nicely it's as if we're um 
like it's as if we're not we don't have a right to it's like mm. no no if you're fat if you're in a big body if you're curvy then you should downplay that you shouldn't you shouldn't be seeking to stand out by dressing nicely yeah but, but then on the flip side of that they'd be like oh god she dresses a bit dowdy doesn't she like <laughs> you, you just can't win can't that's right win. so it's like dress how you want to feel Dress how it makes you feel amazing. And and I think that so much of what you just said is so powerful because too many of us hide ourselves in our clothing Mm. because we don't want people to know that we are in a bigger body. But the reality is they already know. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. They already know. They already know. Like (laughs) the world already knows why we, we try to hide it by wearing big baggy clothing. But... But you're only just, sure, and if that's what you want to wear, the big bag of clothing, I'm sure mm. we all have days. I'm sure that you love your your tracky dacks as much as you love your, you know, your beautiful dresses. Yeah. Um, we all have days where we want to be baggy. Um, but but if you're doing that to hide your body, the reality is you're not, you're not fooling anybody. You, yeah. You know, you can't just paint a turd and expect people to think it's gold. It doesn't work that way. And I'm not saying that wear a turd. I'm just saying that, like, yeah. <laughs> the fact that you're in a bigger body that's so right embrace being in a bigger body enjoy the clothes and I love that now there are amazing companies making clothes for bigger bodies yeah who, who, who do you buy like what are some of your favorite brands that you I know that you have partnerships with who do who do you love collaborating with what are the brands that you love well, I really, really want to find more in Australia yes. because I find America is like a whole different ball game with the way um, our bodies are represented. Yep. So here, City Chic, I'm sure a lot of us know that shop, but yep. um, the staff that I've worked with to collaborate are, are really, really beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're aware, even when you go into the stores, all of their staff are just so kind and compassionate and so it's beyond their clothing it's actually how they encompass all all of this love and so I love City Chic for their values uh Shein and Ewan's are ones that I collaborate with a lot uh because the reason why is because they are really affordable for some of my followers as well because it's really hard when you want to wear certain clothes, but for example, we know City Chic is more on the expensive side. And yeah. when you're younger, you might not have that there. $100 for a top. Um, yeah. Whereas, you know, potentially you might be able, a smaller body might be able to go into any other fashion store and buy a top for 20 bucks, 20, 30 bucks. So you can buy three tops for the same price that, and, and yeah. City Chic clothing is phenomenal. It is beautiful. Right. Yeah. And actually incredibly made as well. Like I have dresses from Shitty Chic that I've had for like 10 years. I'm the same. And, I've and still got so the many. Same as what they did back then. Like they're amazingly made. They're quality stuff. Yeah. And also we need options in 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 more affordable brands. So you said, um, how do I say it? Sheen? Shine? Uh, Shein. Shein. Yeah. <laughs> and Shein's. Yeah. What's the other brand? Ewins, it's Y-O-I-N-S. Y-O-I-N-S. Yeah. Nice. Boohoo as well and Pretty Little Thing. Yep. That's where they are bringing out a lot more curvy and plus-size clothing. Mm. 
when I first started on this journey, I found it really hard with even the sizing from Ewan's, for example, but I was able to give them feedback and say, this, this might be a, like a 2X or something, but it's not, it, it just doesn't fit the way I think you think it does. Yes. Because it's very small. Yeah. And so that, then those conversations were able to happen. And I felt like I was able to give feedback to some of these businesses um, and also reminding them that we might be plus size, we might be curvy, but we are plus size and curvy in different places. Yes. We don't all just have like it in the same area. Right. And that's where I find City Chic is beautiful in capturing like being able to cinch in the waist and show off the areas because we've all got areas that we love about ourselves and we want to show that off. Yes. So yeah, it's there's a lot of brands, but I, I always tag everyone that I work with in my photos. And I also have my link tree where I put up direct links to a lot of the clothes as well. All of the websites. So so with with those that I have mentioned here, I'll pop pop them in the I'll pop them in the show notes as well. But if people just go and follow you, which I encourage everybody to do, by the way. Um, so if they go and follow you, they'll be able to go into your link tree and and get some of those links as well. They'll be able to Yeah. So I have uh in my link tree um it's an app called like to know it so you, you might have to download the app but it just directly links you to um the website and to the piece of clothing that you're interested in Beautiful. so yeah I try to cover all bases and my YouTube I have some hauls on there as well and everything's links below too yeah, nice. And for those of you who don't know, Linktree is literally just a place. It's it's kind of like a placeholder for a website. So you can you can go and it just gives you the most important links. It's a tree of links. Yeah, um, literally. Make it really, to really straightforward. And a haul, for those of you who don't necessarily know, a haul is when um, you literally get a whole bunch of clothes from an organisation, from a company, from a brand, and then we get to watch you effectively fashion parade them all yeah and, and yeah them and go this fits nicely this doesn't so much I thought that this was good this wasn't so so much what what is your YouTube um I don't follow you there yet so what what's your YouTube about what do what do you do there so my YouTube is really about me so it's I do fashion hauls I talk about spirituality and I've got some food ones on there as well. It's a bit of a mixed bunch because I came to a point where I don't want to keep being a niche. Yeah. I want to, this is who I am. And all of that creates, um, creates me. So yeah, on my YouTube, I really try to um, open it up to everything that I'm interested in. And I just, I love the feedback from, from people. <laughs> Really with YouTube, the beautiful thing about all the different platforms is that it serves a different purpose. You know, you have more time on YouTube. With TikTok, up until recently, it's only been one minute and even three minutes isn't very long. Whereas on a on a YouTube, you know, you can like this will be on my YouTube. So it goes for an hour. You know, you, there's more opportunity, more expansion. Exactly. Yes. Tell me more about the embodiment coaching that you do. Tell, tell me more about embody, embody Her that you have going on. Tell us about that. So I have my, my, sorry, my website launching in mid-October. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. That's like a month away. Congratulations. Yes. And um, 
I have some products coming, which I'm happy to show you if you want. I actually haven't showed anyone yet. Oh, <laughs> I've been really yes. excited about it. I'm going to have some products coming. Products. Yeah, well, one of them is this. You probably saw me drinking it. Oh, I love it. <laughs> but my logo, which you might not be able to see properly on the camera, is we can see a bit. so insanely beautiful. Um, so, and then I've got the silver one as well with the white logo the logo on the on the case there as well better yeah yeah so it's there (laughs) um but everything for example with my coaching and with my uh my business embody her uh is really all about we have so many tools here that are material or physical items that can help us along our journey and I have found when so embody her was a reminder to me that was I had put it on my vision board to say whenever I'm feeling upset Mm -hmm. I'm going to embody this person that I I want to be which is myself (laughs) you know when you think about the best version of yourself I always think well if I'm looking up to myself then what would she be doing when she's upset? And that would be acknowledging her feelings. What is she doing when she's happy? That would be embracing those those moments. Mm -hmm. And so Embody Her was a reminder for myself. And then because I'm really big on the ripple effect is I want it to be a reminder to so many other people. And I use that as my, um, my business name. And so through using products um, along my journey, speaking into my water, mm-hmm. reminding myself, this is life force energy in here. Yeah. And the rose quartz is about love. Yep. And I'm with all of my social media, I'm trying to help people to embrace and love themselves at every stage, at every size, because as you might know, even for myself, my weight has fluctuated. So yep. it's at every size too. And so, yeah, I just wanted to bring products like this where along the journey, why not use what Mother Gaia has given us yes. <laughs> and then um, the glass and all that and, and speak these kind words into what we're consuming. Mm. So I've got pendulums um, coming and I've also got an Oracle deck and a body connection, one that I'm, I'm currently working on. So wow, as in, in terms of like creating yourself. Yes. Yeah. That is yeah. super exciting, Jess. Yeah. That, that, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know about anyone listening at home, but I'm like, yes. Oh, thank you. Because there are so many moments where it's like, you know, we might be having a battle with our body and, and I, I love what you're doing here because there's so many different tools. Yeah. The same thing when, when I, you know, teach stuff with my clients, it's the same deal. All I'm doing is giving you tools and, and, and teaching you when you might use certain tools for different things. Yeah. But also sometimes the tools, not, not all the tools are going to work. So sometimes you just need to meditate. Sometimes you just need to be able to love yourself through that. Sometimes you need to embody her and yeah. get her to love you through the process of the shit that you're experiencing. Sometimes you need the crystal water. Sometimes you need the oracle cards. Sometimes you need all of the things. Mm. It, you know, it's about having as many tools in, in your tool shed as possible because yes. the more that we have, the more that we can when we when we are up against a society that tells us to keep hating ourselves, the more tools that we have, the, the healthier we become. 
and be that physically with the water, emotionally, mentally, oracle card, spiritually. I think that I think that what you're doing is absolutely phenomenal. Thank you. Oh, thank you. I, I really appreciate that because I, I want people to embrace firstly the power they have within themselves yeah nice that is a massive one and I I love that we do have role models but when you can embody her which her is whoever that is to you (laughs) however you identify um is the biggest role model yourself and I wanted to remind people that the power you have within you is so phenomenal and when you can embody and role model from yourself Mm. it it shifts things and it changes things and things as small as water we drink water on a daily basis but we do it so mindlessly thinking that this water actually has power and this crystal has power here so I may as well drink from a really great source Mm. and um, with my products as well I I um get have them all here so I can you know infuse them with love before people receive them so I try to encompass everything um, but really reminding people that um, it's important to embrace the tools that we have here while embracing the power that we've completely got within ourselves as well yeah and what I'm hearing you say there is that everything is an opportunity for us to imbue that power everything is from the way we drink our water the way we eat our food the way we might move our body the way we might rest or dress or show up in the world is an opportunity for us to really connect in with a higher self and say as you say irrelevant of who you how you identify what does she need what what do they need what does he need what you know what what does my higher self allowing our higher self to drive us because it's when we get caught up in our ego in our mind in our smaller self that she gets pretty miserable. And yeah. if we can remember our higher self, remember that we are, we are spiritual beings um, having a human experience, not the other way around, then, then everything becomes an opportunity to really connect into the deepest part of ourselves. And that's where, that's where freedom comes from. That's where that true love and happiness, really full-on contentment comes from. And we get to enjoy the beautiful vessels that we have being given to journey on life with well that's right and even sitting here I had a conversation with myself before we came on here to talk Mm -hmm. and I thought how amazing is it that my body is allowing me to sit here in this beautiful chair in my beautiful place talking to you who is so amazing I'm able to do that because I'm here in this body and so it doesn't all need to be self-hatred like we we are so taught that it needs to be for example like Monica Um, it doesn't need to be that way we don't have to hate ourselves along the journey no matter what it is even if it's your goal is to lose weight or something or um, whatever it is I feel like don't hate yourself along the way because that really started for me and I'll be honest I I had looked into getting um a gastric sleeve done mm-hmm. and I thought I really I really came into tune with myself and I thought but am I still going to carry these same feelings about myself then so I need to learn and go on this journey of actually embracing my body and who I am before I even make a drastic decision like that yeah and so whether 
in my future holds that or not, which I don't want it to. I want to help other people and other women and men as well that if they are ever questioning things like that, um, I am here for them to, to help them embrace every stage and embrace themselves right now. It doesn't have to be full of hate. No. Because there's so much love in the world. Right. Even if you're looking at making changes to your body, it's, mm. it's okay to want to change your body. But if you're expecting that you're going to love yourself once your body changes, we're deluded. Because, you know, I know for myself, I, I lost and put on 25 kilos five times in my life. Mm. Like when you talk about fluctuating weights, it was, I was either on a diet, reeling for the few weeks of having achieved my goal, but I still hated myself. There was always something. Every time I got to my goal weight or the goal size, I was like, well, my stomach's not flat enough or I'm not toned enough or my arms are flabby or there was always something. My skin's not clear enough. There was never, I never got to the point, no matter what my body changed into, where I loved myself, which is what I thought I was striving towards. I thought that losing weight would mean that I loved myself. And I want everybody to know that it doesn't work that way. It doesn't. You got to change what's up here in your head. You change your mind and your heart. And then if you decide to get a gastric sleeve or if you decide to lose weight and that's something that's possible and you can do that for yourself healthily and that's where you want to go, go for it. But it just know that it's not the thing that's going to bring you into self-love. That's a job irrelevant of your body. A thousand percent. And that's so deep because I have seen so many people who have decided to make a drastic change to their body by getting something like the sleeve. Mm. And months later or years later, they don't feel this sense of joy that they thought a small body was going to bring them. And again, that gives me shivers because that's how... smaller bodies are perceived a lot of the time that we are the after picture and that is happiness that is healthy that is all of those things that we apparently strive for but it's not what well for my my opinion happiness and healthiness and all of those things is accepting yourself embracing yourself and acknowledging that it's not always going to be okay every day. Like with how we feel, we might have days where we feel sad. That's when you acknowledge that and you allow yourself to feel it. And then self-acceptance really shines through and you're able to embrace it so much more. And I want so many people to do that. (laughs) So do I, we're on the same mission, girl. We're on the same mission to have more and more people realize that you don't have to like the circumstances of your life or your body or the moment in order to give yourself love and accept it. And it doesn't mean resignation. It doesn't mean going, oh, I'm just like this. It doesn't mean that. It's going, you know what, I'm going to start with loving who I am now. And then if or along the way, if things change, be that more closer to what my desired outcome is or not, yeah. I'm still going to love myself and we do not have to be healthy. We do not have to be thin. We do not have to be anything or any other way in order to love ourselves. We can do it right now. Yes, that's exactly right. So okay. it's so important. 
I have had such a good time chatting with you today, Jess. It's been so brilliant. I, I, I feel like there's just so much value you have to give into the world and what you are doing with, you know, give, giving that example. I'm not much of a fashionista by any stretch of the imagination, and I tend to just wear comfy clothes, as you might be able to tell. And, and that's brilliant within and of itself. I love that there's examples out there because I've seen bodies like yours, and you are one of the examples that I look up to when I feel like I want to wear something fabulous. I'm like... Jess doesn't. <laughs> Something fabulous. And then you inspire me and go, well, where do I shop? How do I do that? How do I put that together? Because being someone in a bigger body that's always been taught just to wear the big baggy clothing, perhaps I've never known how to do it. Mm. You know, I've never known how to put pieces together, how, how, to, how to feel and em- embrace myself and where to go looking for those kind of clothes. So, yeah. You are an absolute inspiration, not only in, in, the, in the brands that you associate yourself with, but the brand of you yourself, you with Vibes of a Deity, you with Embody Her. You are doing, I want to say God's work, you know, it's the universe's work. You are, Thank you. And I, I with you, and I want to bring that back to what you're saying about spirituality. You couldn't do this work. You would be doing this work very differently if you were in a small body. A thousand percent. Because you don't have that same journey. Sometimes I'll, I'll see people promoting confidence and, and body confidence in smaller bodies and they're beautiful, they're excellent. For people in bigger bodies, they're not relatable. Yeah. We're like, well, there's, a, there's an idea where you can go, well, it's easy for you, you're in a small body. Mm. Right? So it's so important, I think, to see a diverse range of, of people talking about this stuff because it gives everybody permission if your body looks like you like oh that's my body yay she's beautiful oh that means that I am too holy shit exactly seeing it within each other and that's why I I just love conversations like this and I could have them for hours because (laughs) it, it is it is so important and there is a different understanding when you are in a bigger body um because the compassion level is just different when it comes to yourself because there's so much overthinking about oh should I wear this should I hide this should I say this should I be with this person am I worthy of this that not often everyone has to go through on a daily basis yes so being able to be in a world where there's so much more diversity going on, where there's a lot more acceptance Mm. um, is important. And we need to keep ascending that. We need to keep ensuring that this happens. That's why conversations like this, that's why the work that you do on your social media as well is a blessing because we need this. And for you to have the ripple effect that you do on people. And that's why, you know, when I saw your page, I followed you right back because I um, thought well, this is what I want to be in my environment. Our That's environment right. isn't just our apartment or our house or whatever. It's also this thing on our phone. That's often <laughs> our biggest environment, particularly for us Australians who've pretty well been in lockdown, depending on where you are for the better part of a year and a half. That is your entire environment almost. Mm. <laughs> like, so yeah, I, I'm, I'm so with you on that. I think that there is the representation really matters yeah. so that we we change the narrative of the moniker, the moniker narrative to boss babe narrative to yeah. like, oh, look, and 
the diversity has always existed. That's the reality. It's just that now we're seeing it on platforms. Now we're seeing bigger bodies. Now we're seeing, um, you know, I, I love TikTok for the diversity there, that there's a few people that I follow that are um, that are envies. And I, I, I love, I love them. I love who they are, even if they're not even talking about non-binary stuff. Yeah. Um, they're just existing and I think it's fabulous. Or you see, you know, um, even just gender being being the construct of gender being dismantled yeah. across different platforms. And I and I see there's a very uh, a famous photo shoot that went around, not photos, but photos of this man who wears heels and a skirt, a pencil skirt. Yeah, yeah. Excuse me, I just had a big alarm go off. In- <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, like he he wears these, but and he's a straight man. He's a straight man. He he just loves wearing heels and a skirt because they don't have a gender. And he exactly he looks fire. He looks. And you have fun with life when you just embrace. Yes. When you can just embrace, and to get to a point where you do embrace. Mm-hmm. That's, it's so important for your environment to encourage that and, yeah, to be using tools that help you to get to that point because it's so freeing. I don't think yes. people realise how freeing it is when you can just embrace things and not, and not so much it. hatred. Yeah, and not be trapped in our own heads to say that who we are and what we are are not good enough. The reality yeah. is, is that no baby was born inadequate. We never look at a baby and think, oh, well, you know, a bit chubby. <laughs> no one ever does that. We don't grow out of that wonder. It's just that like you, in your experience, we have been conditioned out of it. But yeah. we can undo that conditioning and it's people like you in the world who are, who are doing the good work, Jess. So thank you so much for being here today. Thank you. I appreciate it so much. And even just words of encouragement like that just, it, it makes me want to keep going yes. and showing up every day. Yeah. So I appreciate that. And I say that to all, all the listeners, honestly, and it, and it's the same thing for me as well. I think that there are times where us content creators are putting content out there and we're talking and we're doing the things, getting little comments to say, thank you so much for doing what you do. Yeah. You know, um, yes, we, we of course like our businesses to thrive as a result of it. Also, it really encourages us. It encourages us to say, cool, we are actually making a difference and it's not falling on deaf ears. So please, you know, if, if, you, can't, if you can't support us financially, then please support us, you know, um, linguistically. Yes. Share the love and tell us. And because it does. We have days where it's bloody hard. Just yeah. to that. It can be really hard being a content creator, a plus-size content creator in this world because we, we cop a lot of shit for sure for sure and even when it comes to um our own desires about how we look or anything that we want to change for example if that's the road that people want to go down um then there's often people who will turn on you for feeling that way or if you otherwise you get haters for being in a bigger body it's like it's really really hard so when you have so many supportive comments words of affirmation is my love language so for me that is really important it helps me show up yeah because by me showing up I'm showing up for so many others that may have needed to hear that message that day so that's why I try not to scroll past 
things I, I watch them through I like them I try to comment on on people's um content if it aligns with me mm. because that encouragement it's able to get to and reach so many other people yeah, it, it builds the momentum doesn't it it's like it's mm -hmm. cool and it's not necessarily that we're seeking outside validation it's simply just knowing that the work that we're doing in the world is helping people because it's why we do it we're doing it for ourselves of course to mm -hmm. help us um, but to, to spread the message. So yes, please uh, go check out Jessica. It's Vibes of a Deity. I'll put all the details in the show notes. So Vibes of a Deity on Instagram, TikTok. And is that your handle on YouTube as well, Jess? Yep, same thing. And then for my business, Embody Her, it is all embodyher.co. Beautiful. So embodyher.co, it's at embodyher. Uh, do you have a uh, bit, is, is there a merging there? Do you have Instagram for Embody Her or is that you that you lead to Embody Her from Vibes of a Deity? So I have um, embodyher.co on Instagram and TikTok. Mm -hmm. And then my website is www.embodyher.co, which is, is launching soon. So if you go on there now, it'll just say um, maintenance mode or something. <laughs> but yeah, I, I have... Um, I have Vibes of a Deity and then embody her on every platform. Ah, oh, that is fantastic. Please go follow her, encourage her, uh, you know, in, encourage it. Send love towards Jess Cardamone because she is such a powerhouse in this industry and doing beautiful things and following her will do good for your life. So please go do that. I encourage it greatly. Thank Jess, you. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for being here on the More Confidence of Luna Guy podcast. Is Thank there anything me. last final thought that you would love to share with the listeners, the watchers of, of today's show? Yes. I, I want you to really embrace where you are at. No matter where you want to go, where you are at now is really important and being able to love yourself or find love in certain aspects of yourself rather than feeling hatred is really going to free your life a lot more and ensure that you have experiences in your life that you don't want to look back and miss out on so you don't have to learn through hate all of the time you are allowed to learn through love and that's your birthright here. Oh, amen. Amen. What a way to finish off today's show. Thank you so much, Jess, for being here. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for joining us for another episode of More Confidence with Luna Gaia podcast. I'm your host, Luna Gaia. And today we have been talking to Jess Cardamone of Vibes of a Deity and Embody Her what a phenomenal woman that person is. So please go check her out. All the details are in the bio. And more exciting news, it is just a few weeks until my debut book, Perfectly Imperfect, Your Complete Guide to Loving Yourself and Loving Your Body, comes out into the world. I am releasing exclusive previews to my VIP group. So check out the link in the bio as well for that if you'd like to come hang out. If you enjoy podcasts like this, please like, subscribe, share it with someone, leave a review, see if it's something every single time you comment or review. If you're listening by the podcast, you can send me a voice message. That helps to spread the message of this podcast out there into the world. Every two weeks on my Self Love Club membership portal, I go live. 
So literally, you can ask me anything live, question and answer format every two weeks on the Self Love Club. It's only 18 bucks a month. You can cancel at any time. So come and check that out. All the links are again in the show notes. Thank you so much for being here. And in the meantime, until we meet again, happy self-loving. Thank you.